I V M. Hello and welcome to the Habit Coach Podcast. I am Ashton Doctor, your Habit Coach. And today we're going to be talking about the third aspect of trekking that I learned from. So we spoke about the cold. We spoke about the exhaustion and the bistari bistari. Now we're going to be talking about the altitude. And what comes with the altitude? The inability to breathe. So the first time I experienced this was on my trek to Everest Base Camp. And we had landed around 2000 meters we went up to 2500 meters and 2500 meters is when altitude sickness starts now after that we were at a place called namche bazaar which is probably 3000 meters if i'm not wrong and namche bazaar was the first time i started actually feeling the effect of altitude now if you've ever been to leh ladakh you will know what i mean because as soon as you step out of the aeroplane they warn you saying that please sir today do not move around too much stay in one place please get acclimatized and we wonder what's going wrong with them the world seems perfectly normal till you start walking up a flight of stairs and you will not believe the way that your body reacts because it still thinks that it's you know having sea level oxygen and suddenly it's having maybe 30% less Twenty percent less, and as a result, what happens is that you start panting, and you start panting, and as you start increasing in altitude, this starts changing. Now, I remember this one very, very vivid day when um, it was cold in the morning, and we had just finished breakfast, and we were like, "Yes, let's get trekking." I think Everest Base Camp was just maybe two days away. And um, Sam, our leader, says that, "All right, guys." pick up your bags and follow me out and i was like yeah sure bend down pick up my bag and i start panting and i was like oh my god what is going on i can't feel wait sam i need to sit down for a minute and that's what happened it was crazy all i did was pick up my camping bag my day pack that too it was just like a few kilos and put on my back and i was panting then later on as we went higher and higher I bent down to tie my shoelaces and I came up and the world started spinning around me. It was one of the craziest things, one of the most trippy things you can ever imagine. And the way that it works is that nothing can prepare you for that. So then I came back and for my next trek which was Tokangri I said, "How do I prepare for this altitude? How do I prepare for this oxygen?" And then I started wondering Should I go to one of those, you know, those fancy high altitude acclimatization gyms that exist in Bombay? And then I found out these various breathing techniques that actually teach you how to function in this low oxygen environment. So, obviously one of them is the Wim Hof method. We spoke about Wim Hof and we were talking about the cold exposure in the previous episodes. So, the Wim Hof method is very interesting. You take 30 deep breaths and super saturate your blood with oxygen. and then what you do is you exhale and hold and you hold your breath and you continue holding your breath and what happens is that the body starts using up all this oxygen and starts creating carbon dioxide and the carbon dioxide then starts getting exhaled by the body so one is obviously it alkalizes your body because carbon dioxide ultimately is an acidic gas 
But more importantly, what it does is it teaches your body something called CO2 tolerance. And very often when we go to these high altitudes and we are like panting and panting and panting, it's not the fact that we have the lack of oxygen. Of course, that is one. But the second thing that makes us feel sick is the fact that we cannot tolerate the amount of CO2 that our body has built up because we don't have enough oxygen that's coming to pull out the CO2. So this is very interesting. I'm going to geek out for a bit here. There's this very interesting law called Bohr's law, which basically talks about the fact that hemoglobin, the red blood cells in our body, can only release carbon dioxide in the presence of oxygen. That means no oxygen. That means no carbon dioxide is released. That means your carbon dioxide concentration increases very, very dramatically. So when you practice the Wim Hof Method, what it does is it teaches you how to tolerate carbon dioxide. And the more carbon dioxide you can tolerate, the healthier your body is. You know, the interesting thing about breathing is that we don't realize that it's such a complicated mechanism. So... There is a physical element of uh, breathing, which is the way that your diaphragm moves and your rib cage moves and the way that you breathe in. But there's a second element as well, which is the way that the chemical reactions take place in the body, in the lungs and in the red blood cells, as well as in the organs where the carbon dioxide is being created and the oxygen is being used. The third aspect, and this is the one where I really want to focus on on this podcast, because this is stuff that you can do here without actually worrying about going to the mountains or not is the whole idea of nasal breathing versus mouth breathing. Now, remember the first time I went to Everest Base Camp was the first time ever I was experiencing any of this. My health was not at its peak. I just breathed through my mouth the entire time. And what happened during that was my gums started bleeding. And I was just panting like a dog throughout. I wasn't acclimatizing as well as I could. Ever since I realized this, I have consciously started becoming a nose breather. Why nose breathing is so important? Because when you breathe through your nose, what happens is that your body produces nitric oxide. Nitric oxide is one of the most important um, chemicals for the cardiovascular system because what it does is it acts as a vasodilator. Vasodilators basically means that it opens up your veins and arteries so that more blood can flow through. Normally, you'll see athletes and gym enthusiasts take things like L-arginine and citrulline malate and beetroot juice and all of that. Why? Because of this nitric oxide reaction that takes place so that they can get that pump. They can get that feeling of, uh, you know, the veins opening up and more blood and recovery taking place. All of that is happening naturally if we only breathe through our nose. So here are three things I want you to think about. Right now, while you're listening to this, was your mouth open or was your mouth shut? The second thing I want you to think about is that when you walk up a flight of stairs, how quickly do you start breathing from your mouth? Can you focus on breathing through your nose? And the final most important test is that at night, when you wake up, what does your mouth feel like? Does your mouth feel dry? Do you have a sore throat? If all of this is happening, it means that you're a mouth breather. And from today onwards, I want you to start practicing breathing through your nose. The simplest way of doing this and the scariest way of doing this as well is to take a small 3M tape. You know what 3M tape is? It's that uh, micropore tape that doctors use, you find in hospitals, that paper tape. And just stick part of your mouth together with that. For example, while you're watching TV, you're not talking to anybody, while you're just sitting and Make cooking something maybe or you're just sitting around not doing anything put that tape on your mouth 
and teach your body to start breathing through the nose and you will see a dramatic difference in the way that you your cardiovascular health improves and in the way that you start feeling stronger you'll start feeling less tired during the day then if you want to be a little bit more extreme and that's what i i do every night is i actually tape my mouth shut every single night when i sleep this forces me to breathe through my nose and as a result my sleep quality improves and my overall health improves i know you'll probably be think i'm mad right now but try it out the key thing is don't cover your complete mouth with the tape cover just about say the middle 50% of it just leave a little air on the side because sometimes if you want to sneeze you don't want to have your mouth completely shut when you sneeze because that is a horrible horrible experience you'll only do that possibly once in your life and you'll never forget it after that i've done that so try this mouth taping or just try consciously breathing through your nose and you'll see a dramatic difference in the way that you breathe i was made aware of my breath only because of trekking because breathing is 40 to 50% of the battle the rest of it is much easier especially when you do high altitude trekking some day hopefully when you come with me to maybe everest base camp or to some trek somewhere you will experience this with me and i think it'll be a fantastic experience together so i'm looking forward to that also i'm going to be putting up my vlogs well they're not really vlogs because they're blogs from the trek that we did i carried a small recorder with me and i was recording what all happened on that trek so if those episodes turn out well you're going to hear them soon on the habit coach podcast so start these habits and share with us your progress using the hashtag #thehabitcoach if you like this podcast don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the ivm network you can listen to us on the ivm podcast app or ivmpodcast.com you can also follow us on social media we are at ivm podcasts on twitter and instagram if you want to reach out to me i am ashden doc on twitter and instagram you can find lots more information on my website awesome180.com or check out different content on my youtube channel called awesome180 that's awesome180